Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What I can tell you on Case in particular, and I know there's been some reports out there that we're shopping him. That could not be further from the truth. That is just flat out not true. And I will tell fans that are listening, I know there's blogs and there's all these different rumor sites. I would say almost all of the stuff you probably see is just not true. Severs General Manager Kevin Adams there on his appearance with Shope and the Bulldog from yesterday. If you missed that, you can find it on our website, WGR550.com, or on the Odyssey app. And, uh, yeah, there, I mean, just obviously every single rumor you've ever heard is uh, factually incorrect. Obviously. Well, I mean. It's the standard in sports. Every rumor you hear about anybody is wrong. This is. See, until, we, until until it's proven true. And then it's, well, yeah, you know, people were saying this, but that was not it. But, see, look, we did trade them. We, we were talking about this before the show of look at the Islanders with Lou Lamarillo. Now, Lou Lamarillo, I'm convinced, thinks that it is 1984 and the Oilers are or the Islanders have just won their fourth cup in a row. But regardless, he keeps everything in house. Man, they did do that. They I, like, did. They went on the I can't, four I don't, in a row. I don't like the Islanders. I looked this up the other day with the Chiefs obviously winning two in a row. Mm-hmm. The last team to have won a, three in a row in American sports is the LA Lakers. But in the same article, it was like, yeah, and then like out of nowhere, the Islanders won four Stanley Cups in a row in the 80s. And I'm like, they did do that. Like, like I'm pretty I know sure, that, but it always catches me by surprise. I'm pretty sure the Edmonton Oilers didn't even do that with Gretzky. I don't think they did. I, I don't think and they did. And that's the part that shocks me more. But my, my point there is, is Lou Lamarillo never, ever, ever lets any rumors out. Mm-hmm. When the trade happens or when a signing happens, he's the one that's reporting it. And it and it was never like oh well like this might happen with the Islanders here no it when that Bo Horvat trade happened last year it was hey guys Bo Horvat's an Islander what like all right where, I guess I guess where did he that is. come from like all right sure like that's that's what I like about him and that's like the only good thing about I, him as a GM but I but, feel like with that though it's got to be like he truly like wakes up the day of the trade and goes I'm gonna make it. <laughs> like, like, and like yeah. doesn't like really think of anything else. It's all else. just like in his head, and then like the day of, he's like, "All right, guys, I got it figured out. We're gonna do this, that, and the other thing. They need this person. We need that person. Give them a call, and I bet you they take it." And then they they call him up, and oh yeah, Bo Horvat for Anthony Bavillier and a like that first works. Round. Cool. All right, yeah, that's exactly what we want. And then there it is. But it but it has to be. Like I said, I I I wonder about how. You know, that whole rumor thing's going with Casey Middlestat. Like, I, I'm not saying I don't believe Kevin Adams, but at the same time, like, there's there's got to be something going on here where at least teams are calling. Like, mm-hmm. we know that. But I just think that with Casey Middlestat, it makes more sense now 
to trade prospects rather than keep him. Hundred percent. Like it, it just it. He's one of your more consistent players over the past three years. Say what you will about when he first got here, but he was 18 years old, not doing what Zach Benson's doing. He was 18, clearly should have been down in the minor. Right. And the Sabres were like, we need to sell tickets. Yes. Middle stat you're in. And he's like, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure about are that? Are we 100% positive? But that's where it's like, you know, I'm okay with trading middle stat if it's the right package, but I'm more so on board with trading these prospects at this point. Like, I love all the prospects. Don't get me wrong. But you can't I love keep the prospects. Everybody. I'm with you. I love the prospects. But it was always a thing as they were accumulating all this talent, it was always a thing of, I love what the prospects could bring the Sabres, yes. whether it be themselves personally as players or as them as trade pieces. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, as of right now, up to this point, the Sabres have looked at them just as the players rather than, hey, we could package two of you guys and get like an immediate 24, 25-year-old defenseman, 24, 25-year-old winger mm-hmm. who will come in and immediately make us better rather than essentially doing their rebuild or retool, whatever you want to call it, on slow motion, which is kind of what it's been. It has been like every month is going to be the slow grind rather than like taking some leaps and bounds when it feels appropriate. Speaking of that, let's go back to the phone lines. We've got Chris in Lancaster on the line. Chris, good morning. How are we doing? Good. How are you doing, guys? Doing very well. Good. So I'm kind of glad you guys are bringing this up or talking about this because I've been saying this now for a couple of years. Like you, you can only have so many prospects. Like all these guys that we have aren't going to play here. Exactly. It's just the reality of it is. You know what I mean? So you, you, you're only allowed so many contracts, whether it's two-way contracts, NHL contracts. So you have to do something. You know what I mean? Like I just said, you know, the reality is all these guys aren't going to play. Um, and then secondly, I, I just – I don't – I hate to badmouth the way that Adams has kind of resigned players or whatever, but I just the, – the Matias Samuels thing to me, it, it could be genius four years down the road when this guy's making whatever he's making, five or six million or whatever. But I think you have to – take that with the fact that he's only going to play 60 games a year because he's just constantly, constantly hurt. He's looked awful this year. Owen Power has looked awful this year. The, the one thing I will say that's been different in years past, the, the goaltending is not the issue this year. The goaltending has been unbelievable, to be totally honest. They, they've kept him in games, and five-on-five, five, they're, they're really good. Power play, they're atrocious, which is the same unit they've had the last couple of years. So how that's decided not to work this year is kind of – mind-boggling but um the yeah the, the prospect thing to me is you just you you got to start flipping some of these guys because it, it's just like i said you're, you're not everybody's gonna sign here or not everybody's even gonna play here um and then lastly just real quick if you guys don't mind and i this could be i could be way off topic here and, and people might not agree with me but the way they handled Devin levi i think was completely completely wrong um, in my opinion, the, the worst thing that could have happened was the way he played last year in those seven games because everybody just assumed he's good to play 30 or 40 games here. And I mm-hmm. I still think he's another year away, at least in Rochester, of playing up here. It just, it's almost like I almost compare it to Gabe Davis. He had a huge monster game against Kansas City a couple of years ago where he had 200 yards and four touchdowns, and everybody just anointed him that the second mm-hmm. receiver. And I, just, I don't think he was ever going to be a second receiver. That's just not – not in his DNA, you know what I mean? He's a perfect third receiver that catches three, four balls a game for 50 yards. Not a guy that's going to get 10 targets a game because that's just not him. But I kind of thought the same thing with, with you know, with Lee. I just, I really honestly think he's at least another year away. Like, to, to throw this kid in the net for 30 or 40 games coming off a college season where I can't remember the stat, but like 90% of college kids that play, co- that play college hockey don't even see an NHL ice service. It's a completely, totally different game. You're going from playing 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two weekends, you know, two, two days in a row or three days because of NCAA regulations to play in every day in the NHL. It's just a totally different animal. You guys know that. But mm-hmm. that's it. And I'll just take your comments off here. Awesome. Chris, thanks for the call, man. Uh, I agree with most of that, if not all of it. That Gabe Davis comparison, is, that, that's a really, really good We comparison. were sitting here with our mics off, and we both went, oh, <laughs> that, I like that. And, it, and you know what, though? We'll, we'll start from there and then go backwards, because I, I do want to jump on that Samuelson point. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I really like what he said there. But yeah, on the Levi point, the thing is, and, and, and to a certain extent, yeah, I think Chris is spot on, that those seven games, him playing well, really kind of set a bad mindset for a lot of Sabres fans if he's going to come right in and just be right. good, yeah. even though – when you looked at like Ryan Miller and and um and his award winning seasons at Michigan State compared to Levi and his award winning seasons at Northeastern, Miller played like an astronomically more amount of games because he played longer in college than Levi, and so there was that kind of feeling. But people were starting to kind of ignore it because there was sort of this feeling of like, yeah, but Levi's different. He's one two. Uh, it's not Hobie Baker. What's the what's the college hockey? Mike Richter. Mike Richter. He won well, the the goalie. One, the goalie. Right? Won, yeah, yeah. The Mike Richter award. He won two Mike Richter awards. The first ever goalie to do so. But I think the award got announced or created in like the nineties. So yeah, but sample still, size is not huge. Still, but yes, but yes, it's pretty impressive. Absolutely. And so there was this feeling that he was going to be different than college goalies beforehand. I will tell you, man, it was early on in this season. It was the goal that wasn't from like across ice. And he just misplaces it entirely. I can't remember who it is against, but it's like uh, Calgary. Calgary. I was I was at the game. I was at the end. That's right, because we're texting about and it. And I was right. watching yes. it. And I was like, wait a minute, that went in. And and even he had the same sort of reaction of like, oh my god, that it, went in. It went in, and I saw <laughs> that, and I went, oh baby, like like it like we are pushing the envelope here of him being up in in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And has he had some good performances in Buffalo? Yeah, he's incredibly talented. He will be a great goaltender. I think he's so. currently a. I don't even know. I, I don't want to call it a flash in the pan, but it's like you have those moments where it's like, yeah, that's great, but you don't have the consistency. It's because he's, Uka tw- he's a twenty-one-year-old rookie, right? And Uka Pekalukinen is giving you that consistency. He has played. He's he's seven and five in his in his past twelve games, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that record doesn't look great, but. He's got like a 1.6 goals against average. Yeah, it's, like he's it's been only, not by him. He's only let up, like in his last five games, mm-hmm. he gave up three goals to Anaheim, two goals to San Jose, two goals to Dallas, two three goals to St. Louis. One of the goals against St. Louis is an empty netter. The other goal against Dallas, I believe, is an empty netter. 
Maybe. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong there. But still. And then that, there was that one game against Vancouver a couple weeks ago where he lets in one goal, but the Sabres can't buy one. They have, they hit the post four yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they lose one nothing. That's the thing. It's not You're not losing 6-3 to three anymore. You're losing 2-1, 3-1, to 1-0. One. Two nothing because like, it, it's been a big thing. Like they can't score this year. It's been a huge thing. Right. I will say on Levi, by the way, his stats down in Rochester. Uh, he's three two and two, uh, three wins, two losses, two overtime losses, goals against two point five seven. So I mean that's that's pretty darn good. He, that's, he's yeah. well he's well under three goals against. Right, that's pretty good. And then his, his save percentage is nine twelve. Okay, yeah, that's that's what you want him to be doing, and you want him to be pushing those guys to the playoffs because that you also have Yuri Kulik, mm-hmm. Isaac Rosan. You have those kinds of players on Rochester, and you want them to be, you know, getting better and yeah. and getting in that winning mentality, that winning environment. You don't want your AHL to just be, yeah, well, we got a bunch of veterans down there and like a couple prospects. Yeah, we, and we just really want like, Rochester to be awesome. Yeah, like we we we're gonna put like you know guys that could probably be on a fourth line somewhere in the NHL, but they're on the first line in the AHL scoring like eighty points a year, mm-hmm. looking great. It, it, that's not what farm teams are meant to be, and sometimes they become that just because of how good the big club becomes. Yeah. But with Rochester, in the position the Sabres are in with their prospects and stuff, that should be one of the best teams in the AHL, and they're not. Yeah. And that's also where you have to look at and say, okay, why are they not this good? Maybe we should start moving off some of these prospects. Mm-hmm. And it, While their value is still there. Right. Yeah. So, because, I, mean, I mean, to the caller's other point, though, too, like, like – not everyone's going to be able to sign contracts. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my my more fear is that they're going to wait too long to where Matthew Savoy still not being on an NHL roster. All of a sudden, yep. he goes from a guy that was picked in the top 10 of his respective draft class to all of a sudden a guy who cannot make an NHL roster on a Sabres team that is in a thir- going on to a 13-year playoff drought. And just that being around the prospect, let alone the fact that he has picked up some injuries. And he is not scoring amazingly in the WHL. All of a sudden, that becomes a thing of, okay, well, what's the value on this guy? Now, all of a sudden, a top 10 pick you had that is not making a roster isn't even getting you anything in return because you took three years to decide if he was going to be a Sabre or somewhere else. That scares me. Yuri Kulik and Isak Rosan playing on Rochester this year. I don't know how they've been stats-wise. I, I, I mean, We've had spots where they've both come up to the Sabres. So, uh, Roseanne more than Kulik. Kulik played one game. Yeah. But still, I mean, that's not, it's, it was an injury kind of night. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we need somebody to come up. Here's your shot. Yeah, and go. He didn't really do anything. He didn't do much. But you can't really fault him for that at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like that's, that that's a big part of me too, is like, you cannot wait forever to trade some of these guys because then eventually what they give you isn't anything. Right. And then on Isak Roseanne, by the way, 39 games played this year. 27 points, 11 goals, uh, and then I'll try to get Yuri Kulik here as fast as Kulik I can. Kulik has uh, 25 points in 33 games, 16 goals, and 9 assists. Okay. So, I mean, so they're, they're about the same. Solid years overall. Not, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy, not bad. But that's also, your again, I, I know I just said, oh, well, you want your AHL to be young. There's a lot of AHL teams that aren't. These guys are playing against grown men, grizzled NHL veterans that are trying to make their way back up to the NHL. Yeah, in the playoffs last like, year, like that, that became Rochester's biggest problem is they were running into teams that, like, no, no, they're built for the AHL. Right. Like, yeah. they're bigger, Like the Hershey strong, Bears. Yeah, the Hershey Bears specifically. Like, yeah. So there's lots of, you know, there's things to take away from the AHL, and there's also stuff where you have to kind of keep an open mind to what mm-hmm. they're actually playing against. Yeah. Real quick, I want you to give the, I want to give this uh, food for thought during the break. Okay. 
Say the Sabres trade Casey Middlestat and one or two of their prospects. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Think about that. And then All right. We'll get back into it. We'll do that when we come back. If you want to join the conversation, 803-0550 is the number to call. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt filling in here on the Extra Point Show. And you're listening to WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 